coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley, and today I have Eric O'Connor. He is the Vice President of Franchise Development for World Gym International. Welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me. You got it. You got it. Well, listen, I've been dying to talk to you since finding out that we were going to talk and I did a little more research. I knew just brand World Gym and some of my some of my heroes, I guess, in some ways, right, have been a part of that, the early stages of that brand, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I have to say it. But I really like him in a lot of ways. But it's going to be real interesting to talk to you about the brand. But uh, before we jump in into that, tell us a little bit about how you wound up uh, with World Gym and a little bit about your history in franchising, because I know you have a, a pretty broad background there. Sure. So for the last 30 years, Rob, I've been a uh, either an entrepreneur, owning my own companies, or I've been in franchise development. So I cut my teeth back in the early 90s with a company called Ascendant, which was the largest franchise award at the time, you know, nine hotel chains, Century 21, Caldwell Banker, ERA. Um, prior to that, I owned a chain of Bengal and coffee shops that spanned two states. I built from scratch with an idea, a partner I built, and, um, and then we were able to sell that to competitors. After I, I left Ascendant, I worked for a group called Orion Food Systems, and then I went on to work with a private equity firm out of New York City to acquire gas station and convenience stores. And through that, I began to develop real estate over the course of my professional career and had a real interest in investments and working with private equity firms and working with uh, real estate development. I got pulled back into franchising back in 2010. I've been the I've been the vice president of franchise development for Huntington Learning, Sylvan Learning, SoundWorks, Edible Arrangements, and now World Gym. And prior, just prior to coming to 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 World Gym, I spent six plus years with a group called Tommy's Express LLC, which is one of the fastest growing car wash franchises in the world. It was a concept that came from some uh, really innovative people, the Essenberg family, who've been retailers for 52 years. They've been um, manufacturers for about 30 years, and they came to me because they wanted to start a franchise concept. It was always their dream. So in 2006, we got together. We decided that I would head up their, their development process. And over the course of six plus years, we sold 580 units and opened up 140, which in the, car, in the, in the, in the franchising world is amazing. I left. Uh, I, I have a passion for entrepreneurship, I also have a passion for fitness. I have two sons that are high-performing athletes. One is a uh, U.S. Army Ranger. The other is a Division One soccer player. And so, when and I've been talking to Lewis Stanton, the CEO of World Gym, for quite a long time about my exit strategy from Tommy's, and it really was to come with a brand that was iconic. The beautiful thing of, of World Gym is an iconic brand with a long history, and it really fits the lifestyle uh, my wife and I have of of, of of improving lives through fitness. Both, as I said, both my sons are high-performing athletes. I'm 58 years old. I still work out on a regular basis uh, and uh, really just believe uh, in what fitness does for people's lives. 
And so um, when the opportunity came up to help a, a iconic brand reemerge as a powerhouse, I jumped in with both feet. Interesting. Very interesting opportunity. Yeah. A, a person like you probably, you know, has to sift through all the opportunities that are tossed over the fence at you. Uh, but so, and, and your, your, your expertise in brand, I mean, interesting to take something iconic and, you know, kind of, uh, well, you'll tell me a little bit about your goals for the future, but tell me a little bit about how you take that, the ethos of something that the, the brand, what it really means to world gym. How do you take that? What, first of all, what is that? And how does that translate in, in how you lead the teams that, uh, internally? Like, how does that connect? Let's take a quick step back and, and talk about kind of my path in franchising. And, and the, the reason it's important is, 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 is why World Gym will be successful in the future. So I have a true passion for entrepreneurship. I understand how it changes people's lives. I used to be an entrepreneur, right? I've owned my own companies. I've made those hard decisions to go to my wife and say, hey, we're going to invest a million dollars in something. So I understand from the franchise partner side what they go through to make a decision. So on the franchise side, Franchise or side, it's very important to understand that you have people's lives in your hands. You have their livelihoods in their hands. So I carry that passion of not only a fiduciary responsibility to the investors, but also, um, you know, that that this this is going to change people's lives. I have been able to be fortunate enough to work with several franchise partners over the course of my professional career that have went from from in a a change of industry to becoming multimillionaires. Uh, by picking the right brand. So when I talk about the World Gym model, iconic for years, it's a brand that improves lives through fitness. And it's a company that has amazing core values. One of the things that we spent a lot of time as, as a leader was talking about our, our core values. And the first thing we talk about is without core values, you can't scale a business. We have some core values that that, that are center of what we do and allows our team members and our franchise partners to make great decisions. And it starts with integrity. I'm very honest with people. When I when I when I promote the brand, one of my favorite things to say to people: This may not be for you. I'm in no hurry to sell somebody a franchise. What I'm here to do is build a brand. The other is honesty. We we talk you know straight with people. There's there's no need to rush somebody into to buying a franchise that that it may not be for them. And then we respect our franchise partners. I have my hand in your pocket for royalties. We need to be respectful and treat people with dignity and professionalism. And then our team is driven. We have this intense passion to make people successful. One of the things I love about this industry, as I told you earlier, I'm 58 years old, but I'm surrounded by young, passionate people who truly love to improve people's lives through fitness. And then we're unified, right? There's strength and inclusivity. So those are our core values at at World Gym. And that's what really sets us apart that we took a lot of time to to find that before we began to to reemerge and begin selling franchises at, at the pace that we're doing. So, you know, a brand that is is has been an innovation brand. It was a leader, Joe Gold, who was our founder forty seven years ago. Is kind of a you know he had a passion for bodybuilding, but he's also a guy who, who toured with celebrities. But he was an innovator. He was he was seeing things in the industry that that weren't there, and he created it. And he brought on some of the greatest minds. You know, Lou Ferrigno, Arnold Schwarzenegger, David Draper were all part of our brand. And in fact, when Joe got sick, Arnold came on and was our CEO for 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 three years. So so. You know, taking that history, understanding what fitness meant to people you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, think about who he was at the time in our society. He was a chairman of the President's Council on Physical Fitness and Sports, right? He understood, you know, 
why it was important for young people to be fit and how many people successful. So that whole culture of having strong, strong core values, having a great legacy, and then taking young professionals with a passion to take it to the next level is what excited me about coming to this brand. And that's one of the things that I'm very excited about. And the message I want to convey to people about, you know, why they should do business with World Gym. That's amazing. I mean, and, and you have, so you have the brand, right? So it, but in the space we're in now, I'm sure it's it's certainly evolved since uh, the the you know the beginning um back in I guess the 70s. And so how do you deal with competition now with all the different fitness concepts, the different gym concepts? What are your some of the unique things that you guys are looking at? You know, for the longest time, you know, fitness was kind of a a, a kind of a joke, right? You'd see brands, you know, some of our competitors go in and dumb it down, you know, no lungs, all these things and take it down to the lowest denominator. Where World Gym was always at the forefront of, of creating serious workouts for serious athletes. We've always been focused on strength, which is critical to, you know, everyday athletes. So when I talk about my sons, I talk about competitive people like me. You saw a, 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 a uh, an explosion of, of fitness industries, you know, like CrossFit, you know, all these, these, uh, these cardio-centric, you know, fitness classes. All those things were competitive in nature, but our competitors were all trying to go down to the lowest denominator. And what's helped us emerge internationally and domestically is our focus on strength. It is a brand that that people are now recognizing that when you look at what happened during COVID, there's been a real cultural shift on the importance of health and fitness. The people that were affected the most were the people that weren't ready physically for these things to come on. It wasn't the people that were down at the lowest level. So that's to sit on the couch and do nothing. It was the people that were active that were affected by COVID for the most part. So now people are realizing this. I need to be more active. The thing that's coming back to the big box gym is, is that what we realized was no connectivity. What we lost was the connectivity of the gyms, right? Of of why the big box works. It's not only, it's not only the place where you go to get healthy. It's a place where you meet your friends. It's where you go talk to people. And so creating that culture of inclusivity that, you know, around something that's important, like improving lives through fitness is critical because it's not only a cultural shift of health to health and fitness for people that's that's even at the highest level today, but it's also understanding that there's a component of communication and being close to people that makes us healthy. And that's what's critical to this brand. And so when you look at, it was interesting, just recently we had the URSA conference in San Diego, and it is the, it is the you know, the industry trade show. And I was asking the team members, what's new? And they said, one of the girls told me, she said, there's a strength, there's a focus on farm strength training. And I thought that was pretty funny because I grew up in a small town in Adrian, Michigan, and I had a lot of friends that were farmers. And I remember guys bailing hay and, you know, hitting wheelbarrows. And one guy could pick up the side of a car with his bare hands, you know. And I, I started laughing. I started thinking about it. So I watched this, this sled. And even the, the simplest technology has evolved into something different. So just pushing a sled with friction on the ground with weights is a great training method, right? It does a lot for your body. It's a full, full functional, full body functional strength training. But now they have, they've taken that to the next level. They've created like a wheelbarrow carry and they've taught, they've taught other things. The other component that was interesting is that the cardiocentric training was about connectivity. So they also understand that we're very competitive. So that Peloton type training where you're riding your bike and competing with people around the country, of not, they've not taken it to rowing machines and treadmills. So people still want that connectivity in the gym, but they also want to compete with the people next to them around the country. So there's some really interesting innovations in the industry that are just really old school treadmills. 
but they're connected like a, like a, like a video game. And so it was interesting to watch these things, how they evolve, but they stay the same. Strength fitness training has been the core for people's workouts for successful athletes forever. How do you get faster? Stronger lower body, stronger core. So that's been an important part. And we believe everybody trains. So our most successful franchise partners have very strong programs, not only membership, but personal training and making sure that we put the right supplements in people's bodies to help them perform because your body's a machine. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned uh, COVID a little earlier. And I know, obviously, that impacted uh, all industries, all business. And the franchise industry, and we we interviewed uh, quite a few franchisors doing that, you know, the early stages of that. And it was amazing to see franchising at its best, really. You know, when, when you talk about being in business, you know, for yourself, but not by yourself. The strength of a, of a network, the strength of a brand, uh, all the innovation, all the ideas coming you know, from the franchisor and from the franchisees. It was amazing to watch. Uh, some amazing ideas, and some were temporary fixes, and some were longer term. And, and so tell me a little bit about how that affected this brand. Anything that came out of that? Um, any, any new thoughts uh, on how you're providing uh, services or opportunities that came from that? Well, I think the industry in a whole suffered immediately because of the shutdown. And I think the strength of franchise boards was how you support your franchise community to get out there and help them renegotiate leases and, and create a better facility. So from our standpoint, it allowed us to be more strategic with our facility design, right? Making a more uh, healthy environment. You know, the, the things that we put in the building as far as air cleaners and cleaning and, you know, and, and all the things that are important. So I think that what it also did is, 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 is helped us create, um, you know, some of our mobile apps. One of the things that can, uh, that you can still engage your, 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 your staff that didn't, or your, uh, your guests that wanted to stay home for the day and work out that maybe they were sick. I mean, back in the day, Rob, if we had a little sniffle, we were told to go to school. Now we're like told to stay home. There's a huge difference. I mean, you know, my ex-wife was like, Hey, if you're not bleeding, get to school. Like it was no, there was no stay at home. Right. So we were, we were swapping all those, those, you know, food bugs back when we were kids. Today, it's like, if you're not feeling good, stay home, but you still want to be connected. You still want to work out. So it forced us to, at, at World Gym, to improve our technologies, our mobile technologies, our mobile apps. And so what we did is we were able to provide more tools for our franchise partners to keep their, their teams and their guests connected, which is critical. And, and so really what it's done is, is create stickiness. And, you know, once you become, once you become a member of World Gym, you have access to all of our mobile apps, our classes. It's really, it's really a comprehensive suite of great tools to get people to stay at the gyms, whether they're there physically or whether they're, they're staying home for the day and getting a workout. And so it's that connectivity that is, is really set us apart. Uh, and, and, and that's what we learned from COVID. We're seeing now that, that our franchise partners are back above you know, uh, pre-COVID numbers. I have a very good friend that has a compete, competing uh, gym. He had 14 locations at one time. He had 150,000 members. He went down to 80,000 during COVID. Now he's back over the top. And that's what we've seen in all the industry. You know, our franchise partners in, in, in Taiwan, in Australia, all over the world, because we're an international brand, have, you know, they, they saw the challenges. Now they're seeing the benefits of coming back. And that, and that, and that refocus, our cultural focus on health is now making this brand explode again. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I live in Colorado Springs, and I, I also have a son that's, uh, you know, college athlete. So, 
you know, very, very important uh, to to me, very important to a lot of the people uh, locally uh, here um, to stay in shape. You mentioned the core too. Like I, I could tell you just little things that make a huge difference to your, to your overall life, the quality of your life. Right. Um, I know I had some knee and back problems. And once I understood strength training better, I was able to avoid those things and still get out there and do the things I love. So I, I think it's so important to understand these things. Uh, and so that's, that's, yeah, I could, I could tell that, that that's, you guys really understand um, the, the, you know, whether you're just wanting to have a better lifestyle or you're, you're performing at a high level, uh, you guys have everything that kind of covered in between. So tell me a little bit though, you know, as an entrepreneur and you, you've, you've seen a lot of things and done a lot of things. For anyone that's um, maybe looking at the fitness industry and something iconic like this, I got to believe there's a lot of angles of entry for an entrepreneur, right? Whether he's looking at multiple units, whether it's, you know, regional regions or whether even bigger than that, or, and I don't know if you're expanding internationally at all, but tell me a little bit about the different ways that you, that you may, or advice you might have for people that are interested in fitness and or, uh, you know, working with an iconic brand like you guys. Yeah, you know, one of the things that interests me is the interest in the space. And so I would say that that I'm always the anti I look at things from both sides. I look at it as as the as the as the customer. Like I could be I could be the franchisee, right? I could be the franchise partner in my former investment world. So I look at, you know, what's the downside of this? So I'll give you an example. When I was in the car wash industry, it was a business that was really just focused around mechanics type people. Right. They didn't understand the importance of marketing, innovation. It was a cash business. They were really focused on just keeping the wash open and and you know keeping that extra cash and put in their pocket. That industry was innovated by the membership model, the reoccurring revenue stream. Right. So once you get were able to give somebody an unlimited membership and then you had a reoccurring revenue stream, all of a sudden investors set up and went, hmm, that's an interesting model. Because all investor groups, private equity firms, and smart investors love reoccurring revenue streams. So when it did it, 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 it forced franchisors and it forced um, certain brands to be smarter the way they presented their brand. So Eric O'Connor, the the guy who's changing from a you know a VP of, of sales to be not an entrepreneur again, he's taking his 401k out, he's getting pulled with an SBA financing. And maybe a leasing program, he gets just one location. A long term, he like to open three. Well, that's not appealing to a private equity firm. So you have to have two messages. You have to have a message for the mom and pop that aspires to do three, who wants to do 10 someday. And then you have to, then you have to have a, a, a narrative for your, your, your bigger private equity firms that want to do 100. They just want to get them to do one because they have two different thought processes, right? They, they have to do everything in scale. So then you have to have it, you have to meet them somewhere in the middle and say, listen, let's get the first one open, let you guys get your feet wet. And then, then let's get your 20 open because that's how they scale their business. So I was able to look at a lot of different industries. And so when I look at the, when I looked at the car wash industry, when I looked at the storage unit industry, when I looked at the hotel industry, I saw the word parallels with the gym industry because the beautiful thing about World Gym is that there's four revenue streams. You have memberships, critical part of growth. There's also training, right? So personal training is a, is a big component. And our, our franchise partners, I had, I had the, the honor of spending time with our franchise partners from Australia at the Ursa Convention in San Diego. 
And I really talked to him about, about two things. And we talked very little about membership. And we focus more on, on the other revenue streams. They have 37 locations in Australia. And last year, they did $25 million in merchandise. That iconic Gorilla Joe Benny the Dumbbell, which everybody loves. All my buddies are like, oh, man, that's such a cool shirt. Can you get me some, right? I yeah. still had one from 1990. And my, you know, I still have that shirt. So they have a focus on merchandising, which is critical. It's a, it's a revenue stream. They also have a, a focus on personal training. They have anywhere from 15 to 25 trainers at every location because they are sold that everyone should be training, right? So that's another revenue stream. They also have a supplement or what we call barbell cafe in every location to put the right fuel in people's bodies. And they train their staff, they commit an area to it. So of course, membership's important. You get to 5,000 members, bam, you're, you know, you, you got a great model. But he also told me, listen, and I don't, these numbers may be true or not, but we're in conversation. We may, we may gain 120 members every month, but lose 80. So I have to have three to seven salespeople on staff to continue to sell. I have to be committed to marketing. It's critical. So they didn't take, they didn't say, well, I'm going to open up a gym and just see what happens because that's what the old gym owners did. The old gym owners are like the old car wash owners. The old gym owners wanted a place to hang out. They want a place to look good, right? It was their passion, but they weren't strong. Some weren't strong business people. So now what we've done at World Gym is we created multiple revenue streams for the smart investor who could be the gym rat, but it also could be an equity firm that comes in and says, listen, I love these recurring revenue models. And those types of people who, who truly understand the beauty of a system and they understand why multiple streams of revenue is important and innovation and following the system is critical. We have a system in place, follow it. And that's, that's what most people don't understand about a franchise. The brand's important, but it's your ability to follow a system that's critical. And that's why some brands have people at the top and some people at the bottom. If you come in and you understand there's four revenue streams and you prep for each one of them, all of a sudden, you're more successful than the guy who just wants to work out. We might get some personal training in. Like, yeah, we might, I might, I'm going to give away, you know, some guys are going to give away the, the, the protein shakes. They don't care. But the idea behind it is, is you, you, are, you take serious every revenue stream and then you plan for its success and then you're more successful. So it's very important membership, very, very important, you know, supplements, very important merchandising, very important, you know, personal training. That focus is how our, our field business consultants, our business coaches, approach every unit and make sure they're maximizing revenue. And so to me, that's how you bring on smart investors. You talk to them in a way that sometimes they may just want to own a gym. Hey, I'd love to work out here. Or like, I want to own a bar so I can go have a drink with my buddies, right? But are you aware that you have to have, you have, to have salespeople? Are you aware that you have merchandise sales? I have real conversations. When I talk about integrity and truth, if someone tells me I just want to work out in the gym, I tell them this brand's not for you. This is a business model you need to be successful because what happens is I, I am protecting each one of our franchise partners along the way to make sure they have the right peers in their, in their community that understand why it's important. They have strong numbers and make sure that every guest experience is the same in every location. And so by us coming back in the United States and, and not that we're not, I mean, we're here, right? We've been here for, for 47 years, but now having a real focus on growth in the United States, we want every guest experience to be the same all over the country. And that's why we're bringing the best franchise partners in. So we need the mom and pops. We have a focus of building a Topswell Hall in their backyard, but with, with a long-term goal to have five and 10 locations. And then the private equity firms that are looking for great investments, this is the brand. Iconic, great history, 
leaders of innovation always, and people that focus on serious workouts, serious, you know, for serious athletes, but also you have to, if you, if you don't have a passion for improving lives from fitness, this may not be the industry for you. Have a passion for this. Yeah, I was just thinking when you were talking about the merchandising, um, how huge that would be, right? Especially for World Gym. I mean, you you have it already. You have that ability to make, you know, when you think of NFL teams or any sports teams, uh, it's probably a huge part of their business, right? And some of them a lot more if if they're popular nationally, like the Dallas Cowboys or the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? They have followings everywhere and they sell apparel everywhere. And, uh, but what an amazing thing. So, um, I mean, you know, exactly. To be able to appeal to sophisticated investors and a mom and pop uh, or somebody just wants to start a business and, and you know, do that for the rest of their career, that's, that's interesting. And that's franchising. Franchising is a local business model, but with all the sophistication that most wouldn't know. And that's the whole idea. It's like you come into it, you might have that passion, maybe you have the skills, but you wouldn't know the things you just said, the four revenue streams. I always talk about as a marketer, the repeat, resell, you know, the idea of having customers, but how do you, how do you get more from the same person? How do you deliver more value to the same people? Things like subscriptions and, and having multiple revenue streams uh, help you do that. And of course, the constant marketing. You're right. I mean, we talk about reach a lot and branding being digital today, right? Being everywhere where folks are uh, is so important. And, and of course, having your brand helps because the minute you see it, you have already have that feeling of what it is, right? Yeah. Uh, like when you see another iconic logo. So that's good, but you can't not be there, right? You can't just build and they will come. You still have to market. But well, one of the, one of the things that I, always, I always tell people in franchising, and this is how I approach franchising, is that I, it was me. Well, at one time, it was me. I was making decisions to start a business. I had to go home and talk to my partner and my wife and say, honey, by the way, I'm going to take a million dollars out of the bank. And their response is, you don't know anything about that industry. So... As a, as a, and that's why it, when you talk about honesty and integrity and not just trying to sell a franchise, it's important to educate your investor. I'm not saying mom and pops are sophisticated investors. I'm saying they, ha- they may have less money, right? So mm-hmm. it's my role as the vice president of development for World Gym to educate our investors to make sure that they're the right fit for us, but also the right fit for, you know, for them. Because I know how decision loops work. You have to check off every box. Who's going to handle marketing? Who's going to handle project management? Who's going to handle operations? Are you willing to, to hire more people? Do you have the capital to do this? And if you're not having those hard conversations with people about what it takes to run a business, to be an entrepreneur, then you're not doing your job as my role. It's very important for people to understand, if you're going to do this, you need to invest not only just in the, in the, in the brand, you have to invest in yourself. You have to build your team. You have to understand the, the beauty of a culture. They have have your team work together to understand that we're all in this together. So my the, the, my approach to franchising and what I want to bring to World Gym is to make sure that we have well educated investors that understand why all those things work together. And it's not just a guy who wants to work out in the gym and look great. It's a guy who wants to do that and improve life through fitness and understands the strength of marketing innovation. So it's just a, it's just an approach that that building the foundation strong at the beginning. Is going to help this build this brand explode? Yeah, absolutely, a- absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's better to have the right fit in the beginning, and that's what the long term health looks like for everybody. It's, everybody wins when you do it that way. 
so that strangely enough, right? Integrity and and doing being honest and straightforward is the right way, right? Um, so anyway, before I let you go, and it's been a pleasure having you uh, on, on with us today, Eric. Um, is there, uh, you know, I asked you earlier, is there, a, and we threw around a lot of big names uh, in this discussion, but is there a mentor? You, you mentioned a lot of experiences throughout your career. Is there something that really influenced you, something that you carry today that's really kind of something that's core to you and, and helps you perform at the level that you do? Is there something you could leave with the audience? Or Yeah, there's, or I think there's two things. I think there's two things. One of the most um, amazing things I saw uh, in the franchising is the honesty of, of the Huntington family when they would bring people through their, their brand. They, they were the leaders in that, in that tutoring industry. And I remember at our discovery day, Ray would sit with the, the, um, the franchise partners at lunch and his wife, Eileen, would, would finish up. And, and so Ray would ask the question, what does it take to be successful? Right? And everybody had their answers. And, and then at the end, and his, his was different. Than, than hers, than her husband and wife. But at the end, you would sit with her and she'd say one thing. She'd say, follow the system. I've been doing this for 35 years. And I and she told me a story one time where uh, a franchise partner came to her and he was crying. And she told him to stop crying and pull up his pants and get to work. His family's livelihood is at stake and he needs to do the right thing and, and redo his focus. And so my driving principle has been I've had, I had, you know, my mother is a worked for 30 years for General Motors and she never took a day off of work. Her pregnancies, she'd use vacation time. She had perfect attendance for 30 years at General Motors. And so when I look at entrepreneurs and I think about what it takes to be successful, that you got to dig in. And I, and I take investments seriously. So when you make a decision to invest in a brand, and I have this passion for true entrepreneurship, and I know what it does for people. I've, I've had the testimonials come back to me where I'm now friends with franchise partners that thank me, you know, for putting in the right brand and, and then telling them no to other things. So a guiding principle for me is, is, is that, is that I, I protect every dollar like it's mine because I know, I know what it is to be successful. And I've had a failing unit in my, in my multiple unit brands where it kept me up at night. And I know that when you come into a brand and you have unbelievable success, you feel invincible. And then when you have this first stumble, it is unbelievably painful and distracting. And what I want to do is make sure that people fully understand what they get themselves into. And I do that with everything. I do that with my sons, eyes wide open for everything, right? Decisions you make are critical. So I kind of take lessons from the people around me. And, and I really am thoughtful in the way I approach a lot of things because, because I truly believe that entrepreneurship changes people's lives. And setting the right expectation is critical because if you don't, then you can put people's long-term you know, uh, success at jeopardy. And I'm just not willing to do that with, with people who are investing their life savings in the industry that I'm part of. Yeah. No, I, you know, I say this all the time about franchising in general, and there's certainly some great brands and, and you're one of them. Um, but the, the reality is, is, is it is built on integrity. It doesn't work. The great news is it doesn't work for anyone if, if it doesn't work for one, right? Or if that's a consistent theme, it just doesn't. And that's good. Everybody's got skin in the game. And, and that, I love that response. Hey, pull up your pants. The bottom line is you got to, hey, 
there's going to be tough times, right? But that's, I think the invisible ingredient in all franchise success is that you have someone right by you to say that, to remind you. Sometimes you need the hard talk. Sometimes you need empathy. Sometimes you need other things, but you need that around you, right? Someone who's blazed the trail, been out in front of you, say, it's okay. Keep w- walking forward. You know, you're not going to stumble. Just keep taking those steps. So that's an amazing value that, that franchising in general gives. So so and, I'll give you one last thing. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I want to encourage anybody who gets into franchising is look at the whole team and look at the passion, right? The passion is what's critical. You're going to be married to these people for 10 to 20 years, depending on the, le- the length of your franchise agreement. So make sure that their energy matches yours. That's what's critical. If you're, if you're, if you're with a group that you're trying to force your energy on and they're not accepting it, then you pick the wrong brand for you. You've got to, you got to get people that match your energy, match your intensity, you know, match your passion. And that's why the fitness industry is such a strong brand for high achieving people, right? Because we're competitive. And so when you want to be around young, vibrant, passionate people, there's no better industry than the fitness industry. And that's why I love it. You know, I'm 58, man. I'm, I'm energized daily by young, smart people. And that's critical when you're making that business decision. Who do you want to, who do you want to partner with moving forward to go to war? And that's critical. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great, that's great advice. Great advice for everybody. So I appreciate that, Eric. Where can folks uh, learn a little bit more about the brand? Obviously, you could Google it, but is there a website uh, if they're interested in, in partnering or learning more? Yeah, yeah. www.worldgym.com. Very simple. All right. We have a page beautiful. there, and then you can reach out to me directly from that website. That's beautiful. Well, I appreciate having you on the show today, Eric. It's been a pleasure. Rob, thank you. I appreciate the time. You got it.